0: All right. We are back. Welcome to Pass the Mic for Friday, July 21st. Episode 78. Mike Peote here. Joining me on Zoom, Mr. Michael Gervasi. Yo, yo. Another big Tigers win today. I think they won a series according to their their Twitter. Two in a row. Pirates are back in last place or hanging around last place. Back to water always finds its level.
1: As we... I, I, oddly enough, they are, their record is actually pretty comparable to the Tigers. Uh, so the NL Central must be a little bit better than AL Central.
0: Yeah, I think the Reds and Brewers are... The two good teams right now so congratulations to dr rice's uh reds yeah um uh feedback and errors now feedback we're going to say this right now we're gonna we got so much feedback on the episode two weeks ago on yeah. sort of the historical moments our what we call them like our jfk assassination moments right like um and we each picked two way back then and then our feedback was just flooded yes and we knew that there were a lot that we were letting off the hook right that we we could have sat there for a while right. and so we figured we'd use this week's educational segment to bring up a lot of those and give a lot of credit to some of our Listeners, some of them I had penciled in my book or penned in my book that we were going to discuss. Same with you. So we're just going to give some credit and shout out to some of those that people thought of. Some of those other ones. Some are nationwide. Some are local. Uh, more of you know, uh, Detroit. Or you had. I think you're going to mention. You have a friend that had a top twelve, right?
1: Like had uh, yeah, a top twelve. Another one that went local and then national. So yeah, we uh, verbally, I mean, I, I think that's
0: that's been our biggest feedback on anything. So we're really not going to spoil any feedback right, right. right now going with that. Um, I don't even know if we really had many errors or anything. Uh, it's been two weeks. I've been in Mexico. Um, I don't, uh, I don't know if you got any feedback other than the feedback on moments.
1: Yeah. Let me, let me start with, um, We'll save Jill Burr, guys, even though that's a moment. We'll save that one because you could count it in both as feedback and a moment. We'll save that for the moments because she was listening to the moments, and this is hers. Um, Carl Schultz, uh, husband to our principal Jessica Schultz, Doctor Schultz. Since we already gave Doctor Rice a shout out, correct. Took a uh, took a umbrage with with something that I said, so um, I, I'm I'm letting him uh, I'm having his voice heard. He cannot believe. That I compared being a superintendent to being a high school football coach. Um, <laughs> and, and like Carl was a—I mean, I thought Taylor guys were a little bit tougher than that, but Carl was very hurt by this. He's a little snowflakey, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> we've had our
0: first. We've had our first superintendent feedback.
1: So I, I'm going to say this now, and. and Carl, no, wonderful guy. I'm I'm just joking. But I will say that um, in terms of the importance of the job, obviously there's no comparison. Uh, my point was people don't watch uh, Lee and Kirk and think they're experts on being a superintendent. Now they do have, I, I, I'm not totally dismissive here because I know that when, when you call for a snow day, man, people are livid about that one. Um, but outside of that, you know, people don't watch Lee and Kirk on superintendents and think they're experts as a result. And so that was my whole point. Like I have thin skin. I could not imagine being a varsity football coach, let alone a college, a professional one where everybody thinks they know more than the coach who's with these guys every day somehow. So that was my whole point. Um, so I, shout out to Carl for that one. That's, I'm providing an explanation. That's what I meant. Yeah, in
0: all fairness, I don't want either of those jobs.
1: Correct. So, yes. Or the bus driver job.
0: Right. So those three. <laughs> unless we get to the point of where, like, because of uh, AI and everything, and you know, Mr. Menser's teaching every class on a segue, and then maybe I'm like the football coach, the superintendent, and I'm driving the bus. That'd be the only way if we were like the only two employees left. Yeah. So yeah. Right. Hopefully it hopefully it never gets to that. Hopefully it doesn't happen. If that happens, um, you're in trouble. So we get to Mike of the week, and that's my mic. And so I I'm gonna go something new this week. Um, this is um, not a celebrity this is not a tv character uh, i am going to give the mic of the week to my delta pilot that flew us down to cancun never seen this before on a flight have you ever spent this I, I know we don't you and i we're not like business travelers traveling all the time but i've taken a number of flights have you ever had a pilot that walks the aisle prior to departure introducing himself to the whole flight like, no wow. wow yeah and this guy was captain mike I couldn't get his name. I almost and then by the time I thought about it, my wife even mentioned, you know, when I mentioned that I was going to do this, I didn't get to take a picture of him. But whoever this captain is, Mike, that flew me down on the 10th of July to Cancun, if people have any connections with the FAA or anything, they can find out who it legitimately is Captain Mike that was on that flight. That was top notch thing. And of course, it was a Mike that did something like that. I'm talking from the first class seats all the way back to the back because we were 28, so we were in the back third. Introduced himself and said, "I'm Mike. I'm the captain of this flight taking you down." He'd say it. He didn't say it like row by row, like every row, but I would say he'd break it
1: into like about like about five or six rows and then he kept doing the whole speech. Cool. Pretty cool. Do you wanna, and that's awesome. And I, I, I wonder what we're going to put on the wall. Maybe it'll like be a blank, uh, like a captain with a blank part of his Yeah, speech.
0: maybe, or maybe like a, just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, never, never mind. I don't want to take one away because down the road, someone could do this one wasn't on hogan family wasn't it mike hogan wasn't he the captain the the dad
1: was it mike i don't know i don't remember
0: i we'll have I, to look that up because that could be yeah. a, 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 he's
1: a fictitious pilot that i'm thinking of right, right, named right. mike we could use him
0: though but we could use him as his own too
1: so. you want to talk about your, your trip at all
0: um it was a good time uh it's been a week down there Sunburn. i'm a dark do i look a little darker
1: you do you do You do. i'm
0: burnt like crazy ate too much drank a little too much lost my airpods that's why i'm going uh, freestyle here like you normally do uh so, somehow you know in the struggles of travel that's a normal thing i have zero complaints so it was a good time uh i'm gonna tell you this uh the economy's good man i mean the, the airports are packed the, the the cancun airport leaving was packed there were flights delayed simply because there weren't room at these gates uh the resort seemed to as when we were leaving was filling up people are traveling man it's it's mm. it's
1: just uh, our
0: both flights were packed uh
1: you know things are going pretty well because i've heard otherwise but okay
0: what do you mean like the travel air travel itself no
1: i meant the economy and oh yeah. I, I see what you did there
0: uh yeah so i, I it was just uh, you know in a good time it, we're getting to the end of possible family vacations you know my daughter turned 18 you know and so you don't know how many left although she did turn 18 and then took advantage of the legalized bar services down there um, oh wow we, yes try many-
1: you, before you, Are you okay
0: I'm okay. I mean, my head's not in the sand. I mean, she was over in Ann Arbor for a year or two. So I'm, you know, I'm not oh. I mean, I necessarily didn't lead by example either, you know. So,
1: <laughs> oh, well, there, there, know there she
0: is right there. She's
1: like this out there. In trouble.
0: <laughs> oh, this special guest.
1: Whoa.
0: <laughs> uh so with that, let's get to our um let's get let's get let's get um to our moments, our educational, our kennedy moments that were sent in do you want me to yeah. go first with one of mine go, uh, ahead. go ahead First with one of mine because this was sort of on my list i don't know who sent this in or who mentioned it but i thought this was a really big deal it sort of just ended up being in third place but it's still something i remember and it was uh, the night that obama was elected president of the united states i still remember staying up for hours watching the big celebration in uh what is it millennial millennium park in chicago right like uh that's right and yeah. it was just a um it was sort of not like a much of a cliffhanger election, right? He did pretty well in that uh, election, in yeah. states like um, I think he even won Iowa, right, and North Carolina.
1: Uh, North Carolina, both of those, I'm pretty certain about. North Carolina, almost even positive.
0: Ohio, too. Oh, that one, I'm I thought so. Sure. I thought, I thought he still, I thought he. In any case, I mean,
1: right? It was, it was it, not a. Um, right. It, it know, wasn't a cliffhanger. It
0: wasn't <laughs> m- mystery votes at two in the morning that pushed him over the edge or anything crazy like that. Uh, but I just still remember the, uh, excitement and, um, you know, it was sort of like one of those things like, you know, there's a lot of people even definitely older than us that thought they'd never see the moment that, uh, you know, an African-American president would be elected. And even like in our age group, I wasn't, I wasn't very sure on it. And so,
1: no, I remember you saying that, um, I had a a good friend of mine. Uh, I don't think he's a listener, but I'll mention, give him a shout out on me, Ricky Mani um called me and he was crying he was like and he's not a, that type of person at all um but it was it was a moment for him when it happened so it, it really that's my lasting memory of that day it's such a cool cool thing to happen
0: yeah, it, def- it definitely was and definitely um um and i and politics I, side politics, politics aside. Aside. and you know and i go he just shared obama on my way home he shared this uh, long He yeah. did you see what i shared on my face yeah this long thing as a tribute to librarians and, you know, wherever your politics aside, you know, it was his, his, um, his dialogue and his, whenever he spoke on something and you may not have agreed with what he spoke right? Him, it was so eloquently put, yes, explained. Yes. Now, if you still didn't agree with it and that's fine, but it was never just a lazy, you know, in, in both parties, have guys that have done this, have just been lazy with whatever they want to say and get across. That's one thing you can never say. And yes, he's a Harvard trained lawyer. I get it. He's going to, speak that way but it was also to me it was never over anyone's heads either i think i think always at the correct syntax and vocabulary so um he wrote a very nice thing about what librarians are going through and the importance of discourse and books and that sort of thing so so that's mine and one of mine um obama being elected which one of yours that you have added to your list that
1: well you know uh, kelly warren actually mentioned that one um okay sandy hook yeah Uh, I want to, should I just read you what these yeah, guys? Yeah, just, yeah. Okay, so I got a number of texts on this. Um, let me start with, uh, Max agreed on the channel, or Max mentioned the challenger. Um Oh, that's one. So Challenger's Explosion, right? Did we mention
0: that one? Was that one of ours or no, that wasn't, right? It was not. No, so that came up a lot from people.
1: It came up a lot. And, and so, again, that's when
0: I remember I as in the Hunter library, we were all out there, right. screen TV was there. And then
1: you want to talk about one of those moments where it's sort of like, Oh, whew, yeah, get back yeah. into the room. <laughs> right. Um. So Antoine, frequent listener mentioned now he grew up in Romulus. So he mentioned, and I'm going to segue this into what another friend of mine did. Historical memory of mine is flight two fifty-five in 1987. Mm-hmm. He was a passenger in the backseat of his family and driving over 94, they saw the flames. Um and weren't sure what happened until the next day. Uh let me he also mentioned, because I had mentioned or you had mentioned introductions to songs. He did mention um LL Cool J on bad. So i give him a shout out there. Back to the historical things, though. So my my good friend Deontay. Broke his down into local and national. You mentioned Jack Kevorkian, um, the boy that was tried in court as an adult, you know, 13, 12 or 13 years old. I think that was his name Spencer Abraham, if I'm not Oh, mistaken. yeah, it's a local story. I remember that. It's been local story. Kwame Kilpatrick, the Flint water crisis. That one certainly made national news. Um, his national ones uh, Mandela being released from prison and then becoming South Africa's first black president. The uh, AIDS, you know, pandemic um nafta and then the patriot act uh and then the internet uh to me we didn't even i don't think we mentioned that but that radically yeah. changed the way we live it's funny to go watch the old news stories when they
0: first start talking about it like, yeah, yeah it was on clips on youtube of like you know stone phillips on the nightly news or
1: yeah uh, um the iphone uh coming out and then uh my friend sean broke this down uh 12. I don't know if he this might be chronological. Uh, election of Reagan and the neoconservative movement, uh, Rodney King trial and LA riots. Um, yeah. well, not even the trial, the
0: event happening too, yeah, the whole beating. yes. Yeah, yeah. so, so, I mean, yeah, that was in yeah. an era, and what was unique about that that was an era well before people were carrying around cameras, I mean, yeah, that was,
1: and it there wasn't an time. era
0: after it, it was sort of like a yeah, luck of the crapshoot, you it, know, totally, you're right camcorder or something
1: and so those events took place from that event itself took place march 3rd 1991 and then the riots themselves were april 29th 1992 after the verdict um oj trial columbine uh the gore bush election of 2000 9-11 but we, we talked about letting that one you know we put that one aside housing crisis and near economic collapse uh, obama elections, sandy hook trump election january 6th and then COVID. um so and then Tony Savedra mentioned something that um, Kristen did as well, which was uh, Baby Jessica and The Well. That, the Well. Yeah. 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 Um, I think that's about it for in, in terms of what I, I say, that I, feel, I thought those were very good. I know we got some other, uh, you know, Max kind of mentioned the Challenger as well. So we yeah, had a- uh, Denise Browning,
0: which was, we're, we're probably a little younger for this, but Reagan, the assassination on Reagan, re- assassination time on Reagan, which I think was what, 82? I want to say 81, but you might be 81, 81, 82, somewhere. 81, 82, which I'm, you know, you're looking at me, you're talking like six or seven years old. So that, I, you know, and I'm even younger see, than you. See, like with, with Challenger was 86, right? correct uh, january of 86 so that's you know that you're talking more than i'm like 11 that that's clear you know clearly one that pops into my head that uh, probably like the first thing that i ever um remember with that and still they made a big deal with it us because you know as a teacher and this and that and
1: right uh, now the reagan assassination attempt was um 1981 81 we have live we have. Uh, feedback immediately coming in the challenger explosion was
0: 1986 correct yeah six i'm I'm, see the one i'm more familiar with i'm good with so there's clearly a lot of them and there's clearly different things like you said locally if someone's driving along 94 and they see those flames yeah i mean I, i at that point i remember at home you know my dad was still um working uh for american airlines as a mechanic so i remember going in that was that night and it was just a you know an odd night uh in general and then you know you think of you know you you just wonder like what our kids will say to this same question, you know that's what I wonder too. What are our what are our kids going to say uh, to this question down the it road? It
1: seems like you know in, in terms of Sean mentioned COVID, but it almost like a recency bias against like I, I you know I think George Floyd certainly I think our kids will bring that one up. Uh, and what? Well, the COVID
0: uh, shutdown I think is very unique. If you think of, I'm not, I'm not talking about just the virus, but if you think back to those days where they're like. And you remember like going out and driving, and I still remember like, yeah, Austin Allen was like empty. empty. Like, yeah, and I have friends that are police officers that officers, said so it was just the strangest thing they'd ever seen. And you really would, where would you go? You go to the grocery store, and that's about it. Yeah, and a gas station, and right. like there was, it was, there was nothing going on. I mean, yeah, and then like those pit, and I'm sure people took images and pictures of like, and then we're here down the river. I mean, think about like New York City. I know there's images of Las Vegas on the strip places that are just normally bustling. Right. And, and those, those are always going to be things like this generation looks back on and thinks about how crazy it was.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I, do did you have anything else you wanted to add? I'm just
1: trying to do a couple of other ones, the Trayvon Martin situation, you know, where, I mean, just a horrible thing that happened to that young man and uh, the eventual acquittal of Zimmerman, Um, you know, that, that, help trigger the black lives matter movement so i i, I you're right I, I wonder what our kids will will say about this very topic um
0: i mean sadly we hope that there's not but you know it's just natural progression there's going to be something that's you know nasty or bad that you know we, the things we listed there's something it's you know I, I hate to be a pessimist but that's just the way it is You know, yeah it's going to something's not going to go well or go go right and uh, you know that's going to be the things that you remember most of i mean if we go down this list of all the things you said you know there's this, the there's the occasional you know obama election you know reagan election that you know the cold war ending there's the occasional right. positive things that uh, people see as positives but for the most part what would you say? Like 80% of what we listed is all negative stuff.
1: Yeah. And you had mentioned, we talked, you and I talked about this after I, you didn't bring this up today, but um the Boston marathon bombing, you yeah. know, right there. And you're right. That's, I mean, you remember exactly what you're doing through all these things and these are all mostly negative. You're right. Did you watch a Netflix special on that? I have not yet. No. Check it out. It's pretty good. Yeah. Three-part, three-part episode, Mo-
0: mainly on the law enforcement response and uh, the federal government response and the the local police pretty uh pretty interesting if that's that's sort of your thing so all right overrated underrated this week we're going to tie into my mic of the week when we have done travel before right we've done so since you got to do your fourth of july sort of redo i'm going to do air travel because it's fresh in my head i just did it um overrated underrated air travel uh you know it sort of gets a bad rap um you know it seems like if it goes well it's like one of those things when it goes like it's supposed to nobody gets any credit right and then if something goes wrong a little bit, it's just dragged through the mud. So it's right. sort of one of those, it's in one of those impossible situations, right? It's, it's, you know, and knock on wood for the, and again, I don't, these people, that have, I, I can only imagine what these business people that like travel weekly must be like, you know, because if you travel that often, you're probably gonna have a lot more bad experiences, right? Because it's just statistics, you're, you're traveling more often. So, you know, we're an infrequent travelers, you know, and sort of, I've been lucky sort of that, the biggest hiccup i ever had was what we had in europe you know where you know every flight that i've scheduled to leave i've left on that day and i've traveled on the way the day i booked to go back home except for that situation in europe in my in yes. my 48 years so um with that what do you have as overrated for airline travel
1: so for me um it seems like everybody wants the window seat um and I always think of like uh, things where I can kind of get awkward and not like the, a moment. So when I think of window seats and I'm okay having it, don't get me wrong. I know everybody wants to see out the window and everything, but I think of you're stuck there now when everybody's getting off, you could be one of the last, if not the last person because you wanted that window seat and the excitement when you land, wherever you're landing, especially if like, you know, we land in Europe, we're about to be in, in Paris, you know, and this is awesome. Yeah. I, I know it's a short period of wait and it sounds impatient, but I think of that moment where you just have to sit and watch all these people go by. And so I'm saying the window seat is my overrated
0: window seat. is over, I'm an aisle seat guy. I, 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 you know, I've, that's, if I, if I get to pick and where I want to sit, I want to sit in the aisle and I normally don't get up and go to the bathroom or anything. I sit the whole flight, you know uh, but I don't want to be a middle seat. That's for sure. My overrated um, is the food and meals service. <laughs> this is a good shocker. Uh, it, it, first of all, on domestic flights, it's non-existent, right? Like it's uh, it's basically a the drink and a bag of chips or a not a, a little bag yeah. of peanut or you know almonds. Right. Um, you know, Delta has those good cookies. I mean, and that's like flying. When we flew to Hawaii a few years ago, it was Detroit to Seattle, Seattle to Hawaii. That's a lot of flying. It's a lot of hours. That was all it was. Now you could pay more for. Now the now if you're flying internationally, these yeah. European airlines and even domestic airlines, for some reason, the Europeans have it totally different. They still treat meals yeah. as being very important. They're full meals. We got some good food on that meal. Multiple too. meals, like even the small flight we had when we went from uh, Paris to uh, or from Germany to Madrid, Spain, they served a breakfast on that, like I, I, a hot to every passenger. Mm-hmm. So domestic meals on flights. I don't even bother I just take the uh uh diet Coke or and the uh, you know the cookies and that's it I don't you know okay. uh, the 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 the, the tick tock word on the street is never drink coffee or tea on a flight anything that involves the hot water because that whole system is gross and dirty so
1: okay little right. tip for
0: you right, what do you have is underrated
1: we're always helping people on this show yes um, so my underrated, I haven't really wrestled with this one, but something I, I don't know if this is underrated. I don't know, but to me, uh, I love being at an airport, looking at the stores they have, um, looking at the foods, the restaurants. I had the best glass of orange juice in my life. It was, it was so good in Barcelona. Um, but for me, it's the stores I got, a Mike, at Metro airport. I got the coolest piston jacket. That I've ever like it just a little it was so cool, man. And I I don't think people think of that stuff when they think of airports. I'm not as frequent of travelers as you, so maybe I don't listen to it as much, but for me, that's the underrated part, the stores and restaurants.
0: Well, you're very blessed. Detroit has a very nice airport. So the stuff you the options you yeah. that can be hit or miss depending on your airport. You're right. And Detroit Metro, as we've mentioned before, is one of the nicer airports in the country. Charles de Gaulle in Paris, France, of course, is another one that was, you know, uh pretty nice and but you know that's my underrated for air travel is the time it gives you to do stuff you normally wouldn't be focused on doing whether it be reading a book yeah you know what i mean like uh you're you're so this flight to cancun was like three and a half hours normally you don't when you have three and a half hours you're limited to what you can do so you can actually get some stuff done that you really want to do that you're not going you're sitting there for three and a half hours right did you really want to read this book and finish this book did you really want to watch this movie that you at home, you maybe you're not going to sit for three and a half hours. You know, I on the flight down, I, they had interstellar on now. I watched it uh, years ago and I'm like, you know what? It's three hours long. It's three hours yeah. and 10 minutes. I'm going to watch it again. I forget how big of a jerk Matt Damon is in that uh, movie, uh, but it took up most of the flight. And I was able to, now will I watch that here at home one day on the couch, no, I'm not going to sit here for three hours and watch it, but I had three hours to kill. And uh, so if you had, if you, want to knock out a good book, if you want to work on something out of your own creation, writing or typing, you know, bringing your laptop, it's time where you can be, do what you want. You don't even feel selfish, like you're wasting time. Right.
1: And, you know, even people watching can be pretty fun, yeah. you know, so th- th- you're right. There's a lot you can do at an airport, Especially and, in this age post nine eleven, because you're there longer, obviously. Yeah,
0: or even if you want to be like David Putty and just stare at the seat in front of you the entire flight, <laughs> the entire flight. I guess you can, you can do that. So, um, we'd love to hear what people think, what their thoughts on air travel are. I'm sure the people that do it a ton um, are going to have different thoughts. People that, you know, there's some people. I tell my kids sometimes, there's people that haven't even, even stepped foot on an airplane, so you know, be thankful that you have. But um, as a matter of fact, I'm taking Chloe to the airport next week. She's flying out to Boston to visit some friends. So I'll, I got to, I got to get to there like at
1: five 30, I think so. I'm sure one listener, at least when you said Boston you gave the silly Boston accent, as you were saying it. Oh. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, that's going to bring us to hot Mike take of the week for the last two weeks. What do you have for us this week?
1: So this story came out this week. Um, another sports one for me, I, Isaiah Thomas, my all-time favorite basketball player. In fact, Mike, give me one second. Uh, I just thought of this. Oh, man,
0: look at this. I'm running off set to get a prop here or something. Yeah, I got – so can you oh, see the
1: poster? Oh, look at that. Isaiah Thomas and Chuck Daly, his coach, my favorite all-time yep. coach. Isaiah revealed something in an interview. Um, Chuck Daly was actually fired in the middle of the season in 1986. And Isaiah went, the owner said, you're making a mistake. It's not his fault it's our fault we've lost 15 out of 19 and but it's not the coaches we he's great we love the guy and they hired him back immediately I, did, i've never known this did no, you know this just, before you know, this nobody knew it it was just he gave this interview the other day isaiah's really opening up a lot of these on podcasts this was an interview with some local guys um and sure enough you know reading the story about it on m live they went and looked back the pistons did lose 15 out of 19 games at that time so he's He was telling the stats and uh, presumably telling the truth. um, But for a short period of time, Chuck Daly was fired. It, It just led me to think of so many things, like even the most basic one, like, Who would be on this coaster? Because I sure as heck wouldn't have bought this because Chuck Daly would, you know, he'd have went and probably never coached again, maybe an assistant or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. um,
0: Ron Rothstein or uh, who is the the guy with the white hair? Well,
1: I think Dick Versace is who you're thinking of. I'm thinking at that time, uh, I don't think – those guys may not have been here. I don't know. Oh,
0: 86. Yeah, that's even earlier. Right. They win a championship. Both of those guys got hired post-Bad Boys championships. Yeah,
1: well – I
0: thought they both got a head coach. They well. were
1: both in 88, but they, I don't think they, they, you know what? They were not for the, here for the Bad Boys Championship. Um, but yeah, oh, just like, you know, like what would the franchise, you know, what would they have been? Um, That's a good question. Know? So just a cool story. I, I, you know, thank God Isaiah did that. Um, he's gotten, a, he's taken a lot of heat, I, obviously, as my favorite player. I think undo for some of the stuff. He's, some of it was probably warranted, you know, but um that was a first off it was a nice gesture he saved the guy's job but second it, it might have preserved a legacy of a franchise that outside of the three championships doesn't have too much else really to stand on
0: and nope. nope it was a hell of a few
1: years there so yeah we could
0: only have one championship at this point
1: yeah yeah i thought i'd share that nice
0: all right my i'm gonna stick with the whole theme of uh with the air travel i want to know if you've ever again we I was shocked by this. When we landed in Cancun, normally every time you land, right? First of all, they're yelling at you not to stand up before you get to the gate and not take off your seatbelt, right? Like that's always like the big yeah. thing. People, are like you said, if you're in a hurry, do you want to get off. That's one of yeah. the benefits of first class or sitting up front. You're one of the first people off. We landed in Cancun, a quick flight. This guy got us down there in pretty good time and uneventful, you know, we land and the chime goes off and we are like i said we're pretty far back row 28 so this is not of my doing at all I, I the chime goes off to take off your seat belts and honestly no one's getting up and i'm like I'm, i look over at my wife I go, i've never seen this before i'm i'm talking nobody everyone's just sitting there the chime has come off and i would say it's a good roughly 90 seconds about a minute and a half and then finally the lead flight attendant gets on the microphone and it's like uh you guys can get off now i've never seen that What's have cool. you ever seen that Oh, what was going on? Did you figure it out? I knew. I knew we were at the gate. No, but I'm, I'm saying, saying, did you? Why didn't anybody get up? I guess those—that's your responsibility if you're in those rows one through seven or eight. Oh, like you got to lead the group. But usually, so, there's always doofuses all the way, all the way back to row 20 yeah. or something. Nobody. Wow. Every person was sitting, and I wasn't going to do it in row 20. I mean, I guess I could have. I guess I could have grabbed my leader st- and made a beeline all the way up to. Uh, to the... God, man,
1: be a leader. What are you doing? I was shocked. I, I you must I, I mean, think all these people know what they're doing. See how like ingrained we the, are. That's in that's, the that's like, like
0: when they're smoking a like a restaurant. <laughs> like you wait for everyone else to start leaving <laughs> yeah, at the restaurant.
1: Right. So, that's funny.
0: Yeah, I've that's never right. seen that before. And of course, in Detroit when we landed, it was the total opposite. Never I really think heard. there was someone standing up as we were touching down, and a lady got on the microphone and people started. <laughs> Detroit it was totally the opposite, wow. and the lady shut that down, so I, I'm just, it's the first, I've been flying, like I said, I don't fly a ton, but I, you know, I fly probably like over the life, over my life, probably, you know, like once or twice every couple of years, so, and I've never seen that on a flight, it's always been people want to get up and get right out, there's a lot. Yeah, flight. right, right. So that's, that is, uh, I'm just curious if anyone else has ever seen that, I've never seen it before until we touched on there, I've never had the person get on and basically have to say, hey, uh, we need you guys to get the hell off this yeah so we can start there's we're waiting to take people somewhere else so first time for everything yeah. um all right we're what are we in we're in late july we got one more july episode coming up we're here uh a week from uh, oh, friday uh,
1: i gotta give the shout out to jill's
0: story oh yeah that's right i'll
1: make it short so she's she's listening you know to the episode we're talking about where remember where you will be uh she's on her walk listening and a dog comes out this is not a
0: rare occurrence in this area. No,
1: because this area seems to be happening quite often. Um, dog comes out seemingly to attack her, and um, the owner of the dog, correct, is that? I believe that's the way the story was told. Tries tried- to stop the dog and almost ends up in the hospital trying to stop the dog. The
0: dog, yeah, the person got yanked around. At least this yanked. person tried stopping the dog.
1: Yes, and yeah. inertia kicked in, and um, I'm telling an this. item this in motion here, will
0: continue in motion, I believe is the.
1: I'm trying to, I'm trying to tell us as plainly as I can. She, okay, you're right. I guess it, she was unable to get up, correct? That was- I, am I'm,
0: I'm re, if I'm remembering part of it, yes, the person, in, oh, Jill is not attacked, she's perfectly safe, He's fine. the person did stop the dog eventually, it just involved this person falling to the ground and possibly injuring themselves, but you know what, let, let, take care of your dogs, people,
1: yeah,
0: Have them under control, I don't know else to, I don't I know, guess else that's the
1: moral of the story here, yes,
0: correct, I mean, yes. freak things happen, I get it, you know, a dog can pop open a storm door, that's not what I'm talking about, I'm talking about Having your dog under control, they're they're, they're when it comes on to it, they're still wild animals. So yes,
1: correct. Yes.
0: Um, all right. Baseball, uh, nothing really to talk about, right? Like there's some. I mean, you want to talk? You wanted to clarify the Pistons? You're a little happier now with their draft. Yeah,
1: players? actually, I wanted to talk to your son about that. I I am very optimistic. Um, I'm going to even throw the word cautiously out. I am now saying I'm doing a, a total 180 on this. Uh, after watching him play in it, It's Summer League. I'm admitting it's Summer League. You can't tell too much from Summer League, but this kid that they drafted, to quote Joe Dumars, another bad boy legend, who was talking as he was watching the game, this kid can play. And I, I am I, I, I'm, I'm, very optimistic. Again, throwing out the word cautious, I'm very optimistic about this kid. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to translate next season, although I, I, I did make a, a friendly bet with, with Max Bailey about how many games they're going to win next year. Um, uh, not a ton, but I think they're gonna remarkably improve. But I think this kid is gonna be a good player. So
0: yeah, I mean, and like I said, we're here stuck. It's July 20th, and we have nothing to say about the two baseball teams we care about, and they're
1: still all well, of August, all of September. But the Tigers are five and a half out. Um, <sighs> I know hey, it I, hey, I'm not- pitch,
0: their all-stars gone like 20 straight scoreless innings, too, or something. I saw today it popped up on uh, on Twitter. So here we go. Here we go. <laughs> So uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm sure the Dodgers are going to make the playoffs. I'm sure the the Yankees are going to make the playoffs. No, so. no,
1: no, no, no. They're they're struggling.
0: They're struggling. Oh, well, what's the name? What's the name? Got hurt, right?
1: Uh, yeah, they're, they're Judge. Uh, they're four games out of the wild card right now. They've lost and, like
0: and that's a tough. That's a very tough division.
1: Yeah, league. they'd be in first place in in the American League Central. So, but <laughs> that's, I believe they're in last right now. So yeah, so. Well, that's it. We're glad to be
0: back, and we'll be around next week too. Do you you don't have anything planned next week?
1: No, no, no. Nope.
0: We'll be back next week. We're gonna to try to hopefully line up some of these special guests we have. We'd love. Oh, wait,
1: wait. I'm I'm going camping for a day. Oh, one day. One day. One day. One day. Yeah. You Can't get carried away with this right now.
0: All right. <laughs> well, don't go swimming in that lake. Uh, we'll set that up. We thanks for joining us. We're happy to be back, and we will see you next week.